0: Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Let me begin this podcast with one question. Is your Christianity worth the sacrifice. Many turn away from the Lord because of things they have to give up. But are the sacrifices worthwhile? I want us to consider in this podcast three things that are worth sacrificing for. One, an eternal reward. Two, peace of mind. And three, enduring happiness. And so ask yourself, what would you give up right now to have an eternal reward? Who would you ask if you wanted to know what makes life worthwhile? Would you ask someone who is just beginning life or one who has failed at life? Absolutely not. Notice the winners that we read of in Revelation chapter 7 verses 9 through 17. They had come out of the great tribulation of martyrdom, the ultimate sacrifice. Yet they bask in the presence of God as he heals their wounds and comforts their sorrows. They no longer hunger or thirst. In fact, We're told that God wipes away every tear. Which of these individuals would choose a different path? If these had regrets, they would probably be, I wish I had become a Christian sooner, or I would be more diligent in my service so that I could influence more people to share in the same blessings that I receive. None would say it was a mistake or that I wasted my time worshiping God, or I wish I had played football or basketball or some uh, other type of sport or engaged in some other hobby instead of praying and studying the Word of God. But what about the failures? The people who wanted to live life to its fullest by indulging the flesh, would they not tell us that they chose the things of less value, the worthless things, as the psalmist writes in Psalm 119, verse 37? Activities that once brought fleeting pleasure bring them joy no longer. What a tragedy to hear one say, I have made the greatest of all possible mistakes. Would they not plead with us to save our souls and to tell their families, lest they also come to this place of torment you need to change. So what also would you be willing to sacrifice or to give up in order to have a peace of mind? You see, Christ offers peace of mind. Without this peace, we are at the mercy of guilt. Guilt is self-directed hate. It gnaws and destroys from the inside out. Suicide is its bitter fruit, even among our youth, unfortunately. Yet premature death is not the answer. Forgiveness is the answer. God is eager to forgive. In fact, we find in Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. He teaches us how to forgive ourselves and also how to forgive others. As Paul states in Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. God tells us how to build relationships. He shows us all these areas in life to grow in so that we can enjoy life abundantly. Another reason why we have peace of mind is not because God only provides for our spiritual needs, but also for our physical needs. As we read of what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 through 33, Christians even have peace of mind about the future. It is as Alexander McLaren said, peace of mind is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of God. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That is worthwhile. The world offers tranquilizers, counseling, and mind-destroying drugs. People are immersing themselves into these negative meditations and other Easter-like religions as they search fruitlessly for peace. But the world cannot grant this peace. It only comes from God. In John fourteen twenty-seven, the Lord said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Thirdly, what would you be willing to give up to have blessedness, to have happiness? You see, some may believe that life can be lived without sacrifice, but how is that possible? What worthwhile goal in this life can be accomplished without first sacrifice? If we want to excel at sports or at music, we have to practice. We have to sacrifice time from doing other things to practice that learned art. If we want strong families, we have to sacrifice our own ambitions and desires for the good of the family unit and not just for ourselves. Sacrificing builds self-control. Self-control develops character. Therefore, sacrifice is essential to our well-being. What enduring happiness can this world offer you? When the whirlwind passes by, the wicked is no more, but the righteous has an everlasting foundation, Proverbs 10.25. You see, life is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. James four fourteen. When people begin to really realize how short their time is here on earth, they sometimes become bitter. Sickness and troubles make them disappointed and disillusioned with life. It's as Solomon said in Ecclesiastes chapter two and verse seventeen, therefore I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was grievous to me, for all is vanity in grasping for the wind. You see, time is running out. And what then? Without Christ, we cannot expect eternal life. We cannot enjoy peace of mind, and we surely cannot find true happiness. We live, we work, and in a few short years, we get sick and we die. Then, eternity. What then of our choice do we make now? To live with God eternally is worth anything we may have to sacrifice in this life. And besides, we will have to give up all those worldly things in a few years anyway. And so why not now, when we can exchange by sacrificing for a relationship that will last throughout all eternity? Then we can look forward to each and every day of this life, and finally, to return to our dear Lord one day. So I ask you, will you sacrifice now or later? Which will it be? Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him out in all things. Until next time, God bless.